Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to this week's show. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we're back for episode 134. And I'm not even going to ask you if it's prime, but I am going to ask you if you looked into any significance into this week's I, number. I did, and this may be the most boring fucking number on the planet. There is literally... Nothing that makes sense to to probably anybody but real like crazy mathematicians about uh, there being a certain number of co primes underneath it and crap like that. So no, this okay, is a boring. So no, this so is a boring no. number. Uh, All right, and for those of you tuning in for the first time, maybe if you're listening to us on TuneIn Radio uh, on the podcast radio network, which we are now on at 11 p.m. every Friday night, in addition to Stitcher, iTunes, and the Google Play Store, you were listening to Lost Home Podcast, and we are a informative show that's honestly probably the easiest way to put it we bring you weird news stories from the internet things you probably haven't found on your own and even if you have we try to put different spins on them like this week we're doing web droppings about conspiracy theories and we're going to do a discussion piece specifically on breatharians. Yeah, which sort of also ties in a little bit to conspiracy theories. Oh, absolutely. So, so it's very it's a it, this is a very odd show with some the generally web droppings as, as you'll hear are a little bit more up to date where the discussion is just more of like we dig deeper into something yep. that uh, maybe happened a couple years ago or has been going on throughout history yeah. and if this is your first time listening our goal is to give you knowledge um we like to i gotta lend it to you. all of that with a hard question mark at the end of every statement we make uh our tagline is it makes you smarter because i mean you are going to probably take something away from this, but we hope you laugh a little while you do it. Yeah. So I guess before we get Enjoy. too much further, we should probably talk about our sponsor real quick. Our sponsor this week is the Bambox. The Bambox is a subscription box, and before you roll your eyes, go, ugh, and smash your phone on the ground in front of your own feet, which we highly recommend you don't because we don't have a brand new cell phone box we're sponsoring. That That's would true. be an amazing box, though. Yeah. Brand new cell phone box. Every month, get a brand new iPhone. Only twenty nine ninety nine. It's about uh, how often you need to replace phones nowadays. Don't need to, but how often people want to. So. But yeah, the band box. Subscription box for geeks. And unlike other ones that send you uh, things you could go and buy at your local Walmart, like a Funko Pop, an action figure, a t-shirt with a witty sing, or a hat you'll never wear, the band box gives you real cool geek cred upon opening you get hollywood replicas uh the jason mask from friday the 13th autographed by the actual actor who first wore it yeah replica that is yeah uh replica actually made in real steel of the batarangs um autographed animation no not autographed animation cells but animation cells from droids and ewoks were in a previous box yeah the 80s cartoon spin-offs of the classic star wars films which we're going to talk about a little bit later and uh, other fun toys. Uh, what we'd like you to do is not only get excited about that prospect, but go to thelosttonepodcast.com and click on the Bandbox link in the middle of the page, subscribe, and use our offer code LAH10 to get 10% off your first order. And trust us, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to have some autographed items, some Hollywood replicas, something that your friends can't own and that you can brag about. Wow, you're getting pretty good at that. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, almost a shame that we actually have recorded uh, an ad to put in place of that one of these days when I when I get to it, which I do plan on having for the first episode in October at the very latest. That will be complete. So yes, look for look for that. But you don't need it because you did a great job. You're you're doing so well with that. Thank you. Uh, so uh, well, I don't know. With with that said, do you want to go into web droppings? Sure, let's do that. Web dropping. All right. Well, like you said, they're all about conspiracy theories, and uh, we start with a couple of light-hearted ones. Uh, wait, no, the second one is not. Not either. These are lighthearted. You know what they are, but the, <laughs> they, the first two conspiracy theory web droppings are bringing you are a little more in tune with how we normally do web droppings. They're weird, uh, smaller stories that maybe didn't cross the headlines for you, depending yeah, on what yeah. you do for media. Uh, the first one we have is a Taylor Swift story, and uh, if you're a longtime listener of the show, you know we're no fan of Taylor Swift. No, I don't. Uh, have the same level of disdain that you do for her. I just kind of am impartial to her. I have a weird but... level of disdain. Like, yeah. I think she's weirdly hot, but I kind of hate her as a person. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get I don't that. know. I don't know how that works. It plays weirdly yeah. in I'm my just kind head. of generally impartial. I'm like, well, whatever. She exists, I guess. But Well, does it entice you anymore to think that Taylor Swift could be the clone of a Satanist? Uh, no, it does not. No, that doesn't that doesn't do it for you. 
I really uh, thought that might be the the the, the, no. the straw that broke yeah. the Satanist back. Yawn. Uh, the, the, I know the that pentagram actually... that broke the Satanist back. It, it sounds interesting. I'm curious to hear what it is all about. Well, there's a lot of theories about Taylor Swift. I think most recently you and I talked about a story where uh, her belly button was finally exposed. For the world to see on Instagram, because for a while people thought she was a clone, it, yeah. and thus was born without a belly button, because she's famously, uh, up until about 12 months ago, was never photographed with her belly button exposed, yeah. But ever. she's also, like, one of those pop, which is rare for a pop star, because of the, there's the midriff is showing with a lot of pop stars, but she's also, like, and it's one also- of those, uh, like, respectable, quote-unquote, pop stars who never really dressed, uh, like... She she always she, she always the, covered herself generally anyway so it's not a big surprise that she wasn't wearing crop tops and uh, well she wears crop tops all the time but there's also that new craze of wearing uh, granny jeans yeah like right. the, 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 the the hipster kind of things where they're yeah they yeah they, so like the jeans go up above the belly button so the crop top only shows about a half inch of exactly of like under the rib cage which I think is yeah. hilarious when you and I were in high school wearing crop tops if yeah. anyone wore oh. jeans or shorts that went as high as girls do now you laughed at them because they were wearing granny clothes yeah. like you're, they were in your mom which is clothes. which is funny because the jeans that women were wearing at the time generally are now considered mom jeans because they went up just the where they're supposed to and for a while wearing granny jeans or mom jeans were bad because you were only supposed to wear like the hip huggers which was more of a 70s thing I, and then I, all I like, of a sudden I like the hip yeah. huggers out of all these different things that appeared oh, I, yeah. like, I like the low they're, rise they're, they're, they're form fitting they, they kind of they snap right they shut off a girl's body a little bit better I mean if you're well, it, if that you're very into specific, that kind of Thing. It's to that specific curve, it like snaps just to that one. I think uh, Jerry and I here at the Lost Zone Podcast do not objectify women or their clothing. We're just simply talking about the ages. Yes. Disclaimer. Yeah. The, in the, case the, anyone the, gets the, upset, the decades of uh, uh, yeah. So I figure this is this should be a trigger warning show. Maybe trigger warning. We're about to talk about Satanists yeah. and Taylor Swift. And we just talked about the clothing women and, should and shouldn't wear through the ages. And uh, let's see, dying people and terrorism and uh, ISIS. All this other stuff. Yeah. So you know, hey, trigger warning. Big, all big around. trigger warning on I, this episode. I feel like we could just start every show with some trigger warning. Like trigger warning. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Trigger Warning. Yeah, <laughs> we'll start a second podcast on the side that's even worse than this yeah. one. <laughs> this is our this is the starter podcast yeah. for people. Like, yeah, okay, if cunt wasn't enough for you, come on over to Trigger Warning. Now, the Satanist that we're talking about that everyone is saying Taylor Swift is possibly a clone of is Xena Shrek, or Xena LaVey, as she was born as. If that name sounds familiar, it's because the founder of at least the Satanism that kind of rose to prominence, um, at least 60s, 70s and stuff, that people were terrified of, is LaVeyan Satanism by Anton LaVey, who was her, her father, I believe, right? So. Yep, she uh, she was at one point a former high priestess of the Church of Satan from 1985 yep. to 1990, and she was also the first individual to be baptized under the Church of Satan. Yeah, and, and she, uh, well, especially because before it was a Church of State, Satan, it was just considered... A cult, and then they actually leveraged the laws of what can be considered a religion to become a Church of Satan. Versus, so they became Which, a Church what, of Satan in '66, I believe. Whereas they were uh, before that, it was like they were they existed, but it was like they're a cult and they're gonna you know murder people. Uh, people don't know necessarily. Levian Satanists actually don't believe in God or the devil, so they don't actually literally worship Satan. They just use him as a representation for everything that's great. Absolutely, and, Sex, uh, drugs, and, and I don't. And yeah, we don't want to actually give any uh, viewpoint as to whether we're pro or anti any of this. I'm not pro or anti any religious thing. Uh, in fact, anything that is calling itself a religion that was once a cult is just a cult with a higher followership, with a tax break. Yeah, yeah, and a ta- and, and a tax break. Yeah. That's that's literally a difference. Cult with if a tax you're a Christian, break. a Catholic, a Satanist, a Hindu, uh, it doesn't matter what you are. You're in a cult with high followership if you're calling it a religion, yeah. and you get a tax break because of it. Yeah. Uh, no need to offend more of our listeners. Um, so, Taylor Swift, if you look up Zena LaVey, and you look up an 80s photo of her, which is pretty easy to find on Google Image search, I think most of them are they, around that, yeah. They share an uncanny resemblance. And yeah. when I see uncanny... A side-by-side photo removing, say, like the aged uh, film from the 80s or adding an age process filter to a 2000s photo of Taylor Swift, you would not be able to tell them apart. Well, they they actually, because they did that in one of these uh, side-by-side photos on Google Image Search where they actually... 
they put a little bit of a aged haze and uh, matched the coloring of Taylor Swift on the left and uh, Xena on the right, and it does look very, very similar. She's got a lot of the same features, so around that age. But yeah, that's up for uh, for people to decide in their own heads if they want to think that Taylor Swift is a reincarnation of a Satanist priestess who is or, not actually or, dead, but or, yeah, or fifty two yeah. and mystic living in the mountains or something. That's yeah. what I love too. Is that not only the clone, the clone idea has at least legs enough to say, sure, they got a blood sample, they made a clone. Yeah, yeah, right. But there's there's uh, an argument that she's a reincarnation, and I saw that online somewhere, and I was like. Kind of need to die, but yeah. and then they would like backtrack and like, well, no, I mean, like, they took the lifeblood out and like she wanted to live, you know, with additional youth. I'm like, then I, why I, is she, why didn't she wait till she was older to do that and relive as opposed to when she's like 50 and living in a 25 year old? I like, like that. She's I, only saving like 25 years there. I do like that idea though that a reincarnation could be made from the blood of living person, like a, a re reincarna clone. Okay. Re, uh, re, reincarnate clones. So, re, re, so re, does, does that mean you you have split consciousness, or is it just a whole new separate being? <sighs> I think, I think no one knows enough about what the human soul is, if it even exists, to make a solid argument for or against anything we could make up I think here it's what, right uh, now. It's what farts are made of. That's you losing pieces of your soul. That's why I, it smells so bad. I believe that's true. I believe that's why that's uh, been proven. There is a piece. Of, there is a paper somewhere online about that. And if there isn't, I'm going to write one. <laughs> and you know what? I don't doubt that you won't. <laughs> now, uh, what we're going to do now is move straight ahead past that one to our next web dropping. Um, this actually came to my attention through another podcast I listen to, and I don't like buzz marketing, so we'll just call it the blah 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 cast. There, fair enough. They got their credit. They got their just desserts. They got their dues. Um, what we have here is the movie Grease, and you know the one thing about this story, Jer, and I, I know I'm bearing the lead a hair. Why is Sarah Michelle Geller part of this this story? I see it says that she posted this. Apparently, did she it, find it on her own she, and uh, bring um, it to prominence, or did she start it? She well uh, the. Th- According to the, her tweet, she heard it from somebody and, and posted it out to all her followers. So it wasn't so clearly... So she, she, she grew the audience Yes, for it. pretty much. I mean, and by that, it means she heard it from somebody. It could have just literally been a friend who was like, hey, maybe, and then she tweeted it out. Or maybe she thought it was, but didn't want to sound like a crazy person and just tweeted it out as a, hey, I heard from somebody. Okay. It was pretty much a tweet saying like, hey, have you all heard about this crazy fan theory? And then she explained it. And then uh, other people uh, kind of expanded on the concept. Yeah, the, the theory here is that Sandy is dead during the movie Grease. Yep. All of it. Yeah. Yeah, because... Uh, it's her it's her last, like, dying moments, like a, like a fever dream, if you will. Yeah, and which is why, like, you know, and it kind of uh, goes all over the place with some various fantasies, including the, the musical elements, of course, uh, which don't actually happen in real life, or at least nowhere I've been. People don't usually burst into um, very well-choreographed song and dance. And... Uh, but then at the end, if anybody were a spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Grease, uh, at the end, she, well, everything goes great all of a sudden. Like, like 10 minutes, everything's perfect. And she, and uh, John Travolta, uh, right? Um, J- J- what's his yes, name? Yes, that yeah. is John Travolta. <laughs> I was trying to think of his actual character, <laughs> character's name. Um, but uh, Don, they, Don, Don Revolta. Yeah, they, <laughs> oh, uh, to protect off. the identities of the characters of Greece, we've changed all of yeah. their names for this story. The, the events of this story may or may not have actually happened fictionally on cinema. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> that, float that off into the sunset. Have... <laughs> they, uh, they fly away in a Cadillac or convertible, uh, whatever. Um, at the very end of the movie, the which, the movie. which looks like they're almost driving to heaven. Yay! But at the beginning of the movie, it starts with the song. Uh, the, I don't know the song, like yeah, the words to it, but there's a, a, a line in it from Summer Nights, the most famous song from the movie, yeah. where it's like, I saved her life, she nearly drowned. That line alone has given enough people to be like, oh, what if she did drown? Yeah, because it was essentially like an origin thing of how they Jer, what met if she and kicked did off drown? the summer. She, what if she drowned and it was she was just in a coma this whole time? Yeah, she's on the beach. She's got like like stinging jellyfish and biting like, oh her arms and legs. Oh my god! She's twitching. John Travolta's like, oh my god, I gotta help her. Oh my god. Okay, both of those impressions are bad. Yeah, they're very uh, bad. Um, uh, so I'm anyway, get, I'm, I'm, I'm channeling my inner Travolta. Oh no. No, that's oh, not it. That's no. not it. That's I don't think it. just saying it. different words is going to make the uh, the actual impersonation any better. You Keep know? talking, and it will. Okay. Uh, well, the uh, there's 
So we did talk about how that's one of the theories where, and the one that's actually gained the most traction, where essentially she is alive the entire movie, except for the ending where she's actually uh, has kicked the bucket and is flying off into the sunset with Mr. Travolta. And uh, the other one being that... uh, which it's a little more far-fetched if there's a such thing as more far-fetched in that first one. <laughs> than that, uh, yeah. But the, the, the other one is that she actually, the whole movie is is actually, exists right up until, like that actually happens right up until the ending where everything goes perfect, which is uh, she decides to kill su- uh, commit suicide. And part of that is she from... Kills she kills suicide. You heard suicide. it here first. She gets seat. rid of it, man. <laughs> you know what? I'm sick of this whole suicide thing. Too many teens dying of this suicide. I'm going to nip it in the bud. This, I'm done with this suicide thing. I'm killing it. Part of the uh, or, or no, she's killing it at suicide. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm she got so those good at suicide. I'm, I'm killing, killing it. it. <laughs> so part of that is actually again from one of the lyrics where they talk about Sandra D. Uh, Look at me, I'm Sandra D. Lassie with virginity, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, one of the po- parts, the one of the last lines is so goodbye, Sandra D. So they're kind of talking Aww. about like. Uh, like oh okay but you know that's a very that's a breach man that's a one little lyric in a musical so that was the uh, another part of the fan theory anyway that's a separate one you know what's really sad is I have a Travolta impression of my own but I just I for some reason I I'm having an issue bringing it up I it it, it takes like the in the moment kind of feel and when it's forced it just doesn't happen well here if if it happens sometime during the show I think oh, later it's in the be show fine. like spontaneously we'll, you'll yeah. hear like a weird Travolta. yeah don't try to don't try to force it we got the rest of the show if you want to bring it out in the middle of I don't know say a Star Wars conspiracy theory we can do that sure um and we have a doozy of a Star Wars conspiracy theory um we apologize if this isn't uh new enough news for some of you uh this has been a story circulating and the reason why we brought it back is actually something that I didn't even put in the show notes. Um, a Redditor the other day uh, posted a picture of part of the set of Star Wars Episode Four in Reddit. It was a, a piece of a wall of the Lars homestead where Luke Skywalker grew up. And what he said was, I was there the day before ISIS took over the sets. I saved this. I don't know if the rest will be there when anyone goes back. Right, because uh, the, a lot of it was shot, or at least the... the- Sandy Tatooine type scenes were shot in Tunisia. Yep. Uh, not uh, not actually in the city of Tatooine, which is real in Tunisia. Nothing was actually shot there, but it was named after that city. But sadly um, enough, ISIS has made a point of uh, invading this area for their own political gains and have no interest in Star Wars probably whatsoever. Well, that's like awful. That's like Western, Western culture proper, propaganda. I mean, yeah, I mean I'm pretty sure they're not a big fan of much Western pop culture. Now, this story has been circulating for almost a year now, so I'm wondering how much credence it has, but the uh, the city of Tunisia, the real one... T- uh, Tatooine, yeah. Tatooine, I'm sorry. Yeah, in in Tunisia. Tunisia. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, has uh, definitely been a ISIS outpost, if you will, for a short period of time now, and the sets for Star Wars Episode Four are on the outskirts, and people are worried about these being destroyed, that the, uh, the rebel ISIS members will... Uh, go in and either destroy it because they hate Western culture or maybe even or use I'm, it as a base of operations. Yeah. I'm just guessing they probably don't have any, like, they don't necessarily any, even any knowledge of what it is. It's just sometimes shit gets blown up. And it, it could be Westerners that blow it up through and, the bombings and, and attacks. And also, too. this Redditor was unable, as far as I could see, to prove that the piece of uh, set he grabbed was actually from the Tunisia set. So... Uh, all, for all we know, he's lying, but his, his lie, his Reddit image, is what spurred this uh, discussion we're having right now, which is uh, prior to the Breatharian one coming up. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to supersede the actual discussion. My bad. My bad. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm no, sorry. No, no problem. I'm sorry. No problem. No problem. Okay. Are we good? Yeah. We can, move, we, can we move on? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Will you stop berating me? Uh, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Okay. Star very, Wars. very agreeable, agreeable when I berate people. I know. Yeah, sure, He's the nicest person I have an argument with. Yeah, just... You call me an asshole? I never actually did. I'm, I'm sorry if you thought I did. Terribly sorry. Sir. Terribly sorry. Did I, did I look at you in a way where you thought I had said all those words in that order? <laughs> uh, okay, so Star Wars, according to right-wing Republicans, is complete garbage. And the Rebel Alliance is actually ISIS. Now, I know... That's uh, a great conspiracy theory to begin with. You're you're saying like this is 
Crazy. How could you say that? I thought that too when I first looked at the first of all. Oh fuck yes! Yeah. This, this is I. I was like, "There's no way the rebels are the bad guys." This is this is this is written by a, a right winger who writes for uh, Breitbart and who's also known Breitbart, well. your worst source of um, news. Where it, like he he he's he intentionally writes with a certain rhetoric that is you know um, meant to like stir people up. It's like he he's he he likes to get. A result. So the title of the article is "Star Wars is Garbage." I'm like, oh, here we go. And right off the bat, like liberal the, Hollywood got it all wrong. I'm the like, here we go. Of the guy in the Darth Vader helmet, oh cape, <laughs> and gloves with a black bikini bottom yeah. running into the ocean, which is fucking hilarious. Fat yeah. white guy. Um. So, so at first, yeah, I was like, oh, come on, you got to be crazy. But I hate to say it, as he started making some of his actual points and got away from just the like boo lefties and I, that kind of shit, I actually started hatefully. Uh, agreeing with some of his points. I appreciate anyone, regardless of the right or wrong, if they can illustrate their point in a very eloquent and constructive yeah. way. And, and you'll see, like, and that's first, what he does. The first paragraph of, of this is him just, you know, sounding like a moron, but then he actually gets into the points, and I'm like, oh, okay, I gave for, it long enough to... For instance, he makes several points here. Uh, let's start with the, uh, the Rebel Alliance. Um, he writes under the Rebel Alliance, The Alliance is a ragtag band of fighters from many different cultures bonded together by a hatred of the Empire, fighting an asymmetrical war resulting in massive collateral damage and loss of civilian life. They take their lead from mystics hiding in caves and swamps and want to return the galaxy to a primitive religion that hasn't changed for 600 years. That's right, nerds. The Rebel Alliance is ISIS. And I gotta say, explained just like that, you, like, right off the bat, you're like, oh, okay, actually, that does sound about right. Granted, there are a lot of differences between, uh, you know, ISIS and the Rebel Alliance, which we'll get to when we start getting to the other side of the argument as well. But he does, um, he does bring up some other points specifically about the Jedi. He also goes into, at some point, likens them to the uh, to Nazis and the SS as well. Oh, the, um, for the, the Jedi? You mean the Jedi yeah. who are sick bastards? Yes. Um, yeah. I'm going to quote here from the article. The Jedi are sick bastards. They use the Force to cloud the minds of others. The movie shows this being done to stormtroopers. But you just know Luke uses it on dates at the cantina. He probably uses it to get anal. I bet every Jedi has a BDSM dungeon where they use force torture on, on unwilling victims. Anytime they are told to stop, they just wave their hand and say, that isn't the safe word you're looking for. Evil and rapey. Yeah, I, I gotta hand it to this uh, this writer who, again, I fucking... It's comical. I hate, but that's pretty funny, I gotta say. Because you know damn well he was he was joking around again trying to stir up a response. But it's fu- it's it's funny to think about that as a parody of, of Luke just, like, that's has a weird... That's not the safe word you're looking for. ...hidden, like, fucking yeah. segment in his wall, like a hidden uh, wall he's got he's area. got He's got a, uh, a, 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 a light whip. Yeah. Oh. Instead of a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, and he's really abusing that force. Yeah. But that's what I think gets me about right-wing culture online is... And, and I'm talking about, like, far right-wing, not not middle, not uh, moderate, is the fact that they sometimes will push their point while using humor in a very constructive manner. Mm-hmm. Because even if you don't agree with them at all... You're still engaged, you're reading, and you might even share this. Yeah. Heck, we're doing a segment on our show about it. Yeah, correct. And I got, well, we got to say, in this specific thing, because it's really not that political either. It's a, it's a jab at pop culture relating it to certain things. And clearly pop culture takes cues from uh, whatever's happening around you at the time in culture anyway. So, you know, there I, clearly there's going to be some realisms tucked into Star Wars. But for the most part, it's a pretty, like, innocent point of view from the right, which is rare for the right-wingers to have a relatively innocent point of view, even if you're completely shitting all over a pop culture treasure. Um, I did want to note that, you know, he's got this uh, uh, specific... Uh, Defense of Jabba the Hutt, which totally makes sense from right-wingers because, uh, as he puts it, he's treated as a huge villain in Return of the Jedi, but this is simply unwarranted. Jabba is is a responsible employer, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. He's a capitalist hero. So, in that case, he, you know, that doesn't surprise me that a Republican would specifically be defending somebody like Jabba the Hutt. 
for his capitalist views. Yeah, the fact that he calls him a, a responsible employer, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. <laughs> it's it, okay. So can we just he replace? He also had like a, a bikini-clad sex slave at one point. But. Can we can we replace uh, Jabba's name with Donald Trump in this paragraph? <laughs> and may I read it? Yes, you can. Donald Trump is treated as this huge villain in this election season, but this is simply unwarranted. Trump is a responsible employer, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. He is a capitalist hero. In the case of Hillary Clinton, he took reasonable steps to recover a debt from a known intergalactic <laughs> criminal. His agent... That's his, uh, his dad. Fred Trump. No, ben, his agent, Ben Carson, was acting within the law when he was shot down by the notorious outlaw... Hillary oh, he was. Clinton. Wasn't he stabbed at a belt buckle yeah. once or something? Yeah. Yeah, no. I just, yeah, I, I, you could actually have a lot of fun replacing Jabba the Hutt's name with Donald Trump, I'm realizing. <laughs> uh, Jabba the Hutt was actually pretty progressive. He ran a melting pot society with criminals of every race, color, we, and creed. Should we make a fake Jabba the Hutt attack ad and then a defense ad? Like having battling as if Jabba as the long Hutt's as, as long running as you for can mayor? As long as you can include like a Iwana Longa. Yeah, <laughs> of Trump. course we can. We've got to. Yeah. This message approved by Trump. Iwana Longa. <laughs> or whatever the fuck the weird Iwana gibberish Iwana. language they had. Now, also, we have that the Empire gets a bad rep across the entirety of the Star Wars movies. And the fact is that Palpatine was a legitimate ruler of the galaxy. And the Galactic Senate he replaced was a sham. They, they gave Gungans an equal say on important matters. So this gets racist even in that respect. Because you remember in The Phantom Menace, the Gungans were considered the racial stereotype. Yeah, yeah. So even giving them a say in the Senate is racist? Yeah, there, well, there are definitely aspects, especially when it got to like Jabba the Hutt and the Empire, that I definitely saw the Republican side coming through, where they're defending stuff, and their point is actually proving why I don't agree with them and kind of hate them anyway. So it was like... Sometimes they try to defend themselves by actually pointing out the points that the people on the left are like complaining about. You're like, uh, no, you're pretty much saying that you should just obey the state because it is the state, even though you also kind of uh, argue for limited government sometimes. But you should never overthrow an empire. No, it's not like we didn't have some kind of like, it's almost like a revolutionary war of certain you know proportions <laughs> those are always bad right republicans yeah, yeah exactly it's like you got to you got to see like sometimes like uh you know dictatorship or a really you know authoritarian regime like the empire maybe isn't such a great thing so now uh doing a little digging for the story we definitely did google the words uh star wars and isis and what i love is that uh the wikipedia which is the wikipedia for star wars uh lore if you will um actually had a entry for this there is a planet in star wars legends which is everything before the force awakens happened which isn't canon non-canon right non-canon yeah uh there's a planet named isis and it's actually a planet that was mined by alderaan uh the planet famously blown up in the 1977 star wars uh they they just used to mine crystals from so Isis was a uh, Republican, or not Republic, a rebel-friendly planet, technically. Yeah, I, I think... Just just throw an insult injury there, like, I, Isis was a rebel planet. Yeah, and I... I also feel like, when when was uh, when was this legend, actually? Uh... This this particular story within Legends, when, when was it written? Yeah. Um, I'm it was looking before for the actual because like us, I mean, you have to realize too. Like, it's not like ISIS started calling themselves ISIS necessarily. It was like, first mentioned in the Rebel Alliance up. source book, which came out in October of 1990. Yeah, okay, so it was prior to what we determined as. I mean, what has been? It like, was, I, ISIS is like a normal, regular word that's used in a lot of places, and was like generally because of the goddess ISIS and. We kind of fucked that word up by choosing that acronym to, like, explain the most deplorable... Because uh, you could also call it ISIL, which is what uh, Barack Obama actually uh, responds... Uh, re refers to what we mostly call ISIS. Um, but for some reason, we decided to fuck up an entire word. It's too yeah, bad. This actually came from one of the uh, the role-playing books that uh, West End Games made back in the 90s. Okay. Back when role-playing was... 
I don't know. I, I know there's a resurgence of role playing right now, and there's a series of role playing games that are really like, hot, like actually but, but physical back, role playing. But yeah. back, well, yeah, physical book yeah. based, yeah, and it's really hot right now. Like I just finished Harmon's uh, Quest. Oh on, yeah, uh, I, wa- I watched all of that in one sitting. By the way, it was really you. good. Fucking Tottleman, Thomas Middleditch's uh, episode was. Oh my god, so Middleditch was good. so because he good. like actually did a character, but his character dildo was fucking. So good. He's such a great like improv. I, I disappeared into the forest and I created smoke cloud to let you know I have left. And it blows a single plume of smoke which lands on each of your faces. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good because the animation just makes it so fucking hilarious too. Yeah, like, I, I actually went. Great. I actually went and started uh, googling some just Thomas Middleditch because uh, it's hard to tell that he's. You can tell he's funny, but it's hard to know he's that funny and so good at improv through Silicon Valley because he plays like the straight you know character or whatever but yes absolutely uh, but anyway let's get a little off track uh, it but, yeah, is so, and role playing uh, books were great in yeah. the 90s and 80s and uh, you know what Star Wars no matter what you look for in it you're going to find what you want to find people have found different parables and different ideas based on their own religions their own beliefs their own political standings and honestly they're all shit uh, it's a series of movies it's a series of books and it's a series of cartoons yeah. Enjoy them and stop reading into it. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a, just entertainment. It's a fictional universe entertainment. And again, every piece of entertainment and pop culture, regardless of whether it was intended or not, does take things from a surrounding and its culture, but it doesn't mean you need to pick everything apart and try to make, make it like there's some very specific intention uh, or like, uh, yeah. Just in, not everything is done with like an intent to do anything other than entertain, which I believe is most Star Wars. Um, but so that yeah, so that's uh, kind of wraps up some web droppings in this case because uh, we got some good conspiracy theories in there. A lot to do with Star Wars. Anytime we could tuck Star Wars into a show, it's great. Um, and our, our discussion piece doesn't get too far off that track. Um, Using the force and lightsabers and talking to green little fellas. It's honestly not that different. It has to do with some uh, uh, fifth dimension of planet Earth called Earth Prime and how you can ascend to such a thing. Oh, is that Uh, like Hosnian Prime from uh, The Force Awakens, that planet that was blown up? That we knew nothing about and was super confusing in the middle of the film unless you were a super geek and knew what was going on? Yes, no. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that I just over-geeked you. <laughs> oh, you, anytime it comes to Star Wars, you can over-geek the fuck out of me. I'm a, uh, I'm a Star Wars light person. I am very much, uh, I love the entertainment, but I do not know the universe like, uh, like people who really love it. Like, like me. I'm, I'm unfortunately a super I, Star I Wars reached geek. out when I had to write and my, I don't even mean unfortunately, but I just, when I had to write my piece last uh, Halloween month for our uh, Star Wars Halloween piece, I actually had to go to you to make sure I wasn't fucking anything up too bad. And I kept it really vague with any details uh, because I didn't want to, because if you can fuck up details in like a news story, it'd be fine. You fuck up detail with Star Wars and the Star Wars geeks will fucking disown you for the rest of your life. And you'll never be taken seriously again by those folks. Uh, and I think a lot of our listeners uh, probably enjoy the Star Wars. Um, so, no, we're talking about Breatharians, or uh, as the practice itself is called, which is uh, Breatharianism, is Anedia. Uh, and the basic part of this, I really just want to talk about this because there's a fucking kooky leader of this movement that is just so much fun to talk about. And thank you to uh, our friend Michael Batigi for pointing me to this website. But the basics of uh, Breatharianism, uh, Breatharianism, I don't know how you would want to pronounce it, doesn't matter. Breatharianism uh, is how I was going yeah. with it. It took me a while yeah, to actually work my way around it. That's a very long word on paper. Yeah, Breatharians are the people who do it. Uh, Breatharianism is a practice. And it's essentially you can live... You breathe through your vagina. You... You, it's it's just it's and, just and a your matter, urethra. Just a matter of that's pussy what you do, breathing, right? Folks. Just just you, it's pussy rever- and dick breathing. It's reverse queefing. And men who are listening to the show don't feel awkward about what's this. A, what's a dick queef? I know there's not really such a thing because you shouldn't have air just randomly coming out of your dick. But <laughs> <laughs> whereas queefing is actually a natural. Like, I think it would just know, be a dick queef thing because if it yeah. ever happened to anyone, I just you know, want, it's a one-time occurrence. Now I picture somebody with like uh like a. Like a terrible affliction where it's just a constant stream, like a like one of those computer sprayers or something. It's a constant stream of like. I was just, thinking of like you and I live in the Northeast, and are you familiar with those mushrooms that grow? Yeah, the that little, are like that the are puff big, balls, puff balls yeah, yeah. that are big round mushrooms, yeah. and if you step on them, they they Poof. eject spores. Yeah. So you well, I mean that's not too far from what our dick actually does when we eject uh, seeds 
to impregnate and create more of us. I'm thinking just straight up a blast of air, like a poof of Just a straight up blast of air. Yeah. We're, sh- we're shooting air. Like, you want to take your dick and clean out your keyboard? That's sure. What yeah, my computer duster. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to start calling my dick from now on. The old computer duster. Nah, breatharianism is uh, an assholish backwards belief that you can live without food or water. Okay, I'm going to try it. No, but you can't just try it. you got to get trained on it. You essentially breathe, uh, well, you know, air, but you actually have to know how to get the nutrients uh, and process them out of this life air. And you have uh, to not be dumb enough to try to do this diet in an environment where the air is junk. Yeah, because uh, somebody actually, in, it's there's actually a couple of so-called, like, leaders of this. There's what is considered the founder who he considers himself the founder Wiley Brooks which I'll talk about in a second but there's an, an Australian woman who is who kind of brought it back to prominence who actually was all about it and on 60 Minutes they invited her on to actually like okay if you can do it she's supposedly been living without food or water for like 9 years or 20 years or something I don't know and uh, she went on 60 Minutes and within 48 hours the doctors pretty much like shut it down because they're like her kidneys were failing Without water. It was, it was actually four days. Four days she made it. Okay. Um, so I know that after 48 hours, they started like checking on her because they were worried about her. And then they shut it down after four days. So um, they shut it down because apparently she was dying. And and she well because after a couple of days I believe what it was is she blamed it on pollution in the air that she couldn't get the nutrients out of it so they moved her to a different location and then when they shut it down they were like oh the consp- you know conspiracy theory wise they just wanted to shut it down because it was working and they wanted didn't want to prove that it worked but uh, really she was dying because when you try to live without food or water guess what happens you die yeah there's actually been no proof that anyone can live longer than they said up to like i believe the medical professionals said technically you could live up to two weeks depending on what your body does and your characteristics without body food but Uh, not without water without water it's generally after three or four days you're pretty much fucked yeah Yeah, because you're and people have fasted for longer without food it's it's the water that gets you yeah because you constantly have to uh eject waste and as much as we think pooping is getting rid of the bulk of your waste it's simply removing what you've eaten from your body um, urination actually removes all toxins yeah. for the most part. Like anytime you have anything bad in you, it's it it comes out your 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 pee. Like yeah. I'm trying to think of an eloquent way of putting it, but yeah, you piss out your, you, you piss, piss out the, out the bad. Yeah. You, you don't you don't <laughs> usually out the, like you just you d- decided to just broken English it really that I just piss out the bad, <laughs> not bad stuff. But you don't shit out the bad technically. No, you just shit it. You that's like the uh, the processed leftover physical waste. You yeah, know, it's, it's not. It's, your, yeah. It's, it's a broken down version. It's of just the, like the, it's the fibrous material you can't digest, yeah. and everything else. And they're like, that. we got to get out. Or you're going to fill right up with shit. That's no good. You don't want to fill up with shit, do you, buddy? And you're going to feel all shitty. Now, when you sent me these links to the breatharian thing, I did my own uh, research, of course. I mean, uh, honestly, first thing I hit was Wikipedia just to get an overview. That's, and that's where I went first, other than the breatharian. Uh, uh, Institute webpage. Which oh, yeah, we're going to get yeah. to that in a moment. That's really uh, the, the meat and potatoes. Wiley Brooks was the first name that really struck yeah. me. I mean, there were a couple others, like that Australian woman. Uh, she, yeah, that, that she was the one that tried that went on 60 Minutes, Jahumin or something like that. Yeah, uh, we won't even Shuhamin. give her credit with her real name. Don't go Googling her. She was, uh, she That's was what she 60 Minutes, to, yeah. and she failed. Yeah. But uh, Wiley Brooks has been doing this for a long time. And we were talking, he's 80 years old now. Yeah, only he hasn't been because he's the funniest one, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But no, he's been uh, he's been doing seminars. He has a website. Yeah, the breatharian.com. He uh, he managed to get that awesome domain name. You know, I got to make sure to get on that so if he dies and it lapses, I'm going to be the first in line. Um, one of the things that made breatharian.com uh, uh, sad was that I had read on Wikipedia that there was a questionnaire and from the little tidbits it it, it hinted at I thought it was going to be the most amazing questionnaire I had ever taken. And I searched the entire website. I literally went through every single corner of that website because that's where I spent most of my time uh, for this show research, if you want to call it that. Because this guy's website is fucking amazing. There's a bunch of interviews with him throughout the ages. The first one, really, for pop culture being in 1981. Um, And uh, really, okay, so he actually founded the Breatharian Institute and actually says, in general, he uh, kind of founded 
breatharianism in general. Um, that's sort of disputed amongst other breatharians who also think this person's kind of a kook um, sometimes. Well, there's roots leading back to Hinduism. and Right, well, and exactly, of, of, of what the life heir is and, and fasting and, you know, uh, yeah, there's, religious there's ceremonies. Still, you can definitely and, reach back and find hints of this in Hinduism and Taoism yeah. and, I mean, Taoism? Did I say that wrong? I think I said Taoism, Taoism yeah. with a hard T, but you know what I mean. Um, there, there's hints of this in uh, Eastern religions. Uh, there's definitely a source for someone to draw this belief from. Yeah, of course. And and or uh, I've seen some people who are like, well, plants can do it because our biologies, as we all know, are identical to plants. I know. When plants sit there in the sun, are like we're fucking plants. We yeah, we're just work. gonna eat the sun, and we're to, and and not only that, they eat the sun and they sh- they shit air. Shitting air. I think that's what a breath aerian does, right? They shit oxygen. That's what I'm wondering because they wouldn't have any of the physical waste, right? Well, actually, Wiley Brooks does because I, I want to give a couple of uh, tidbits. He actually does eat some things. Um, no, you, know, you can't. You're a breatharian. You he, live off air there and certain uh, things. And there are certain light. things that are approved by the Lord of Breatharian himself. This guy knows what he's talking about. He's an interdimensional traveler. I, I, I'm, I'm doubtful right now. You're making me a skeptic. Okay, Sell me on Breatharianism. Okay, here's here's what you gotta, you gotta realize. There are... Um, Realizing as we speak. Okay. Go. First of all, I'm not gonna be able to teach you everything you need to know here. What you need to do is attend an immortality workshop, which could What range, is that? Uh, it might, well, first of all, you should Tell know, me about it. You need to... Will uh, it live forever? You, you most... Or, or is the workshop forever? You, no, you're... Uh, you never leave. No, you will, because I, I don't have that kind of time on my on my hands. Okay, so we're going to do a workshop where I can be immortal. Yeah, I'm going to teach you to be immortal. Here's the thing. Okay. You, your your okay. physical okay. being might actually die on planet Earth. But no, you're going to... no, I want my physical being to be immortal, too. No, you're going to retire. It will be, but in a different dimension. There's well, of course a, I'm going to retire. Someday I'm going to retire. To, but you're going to retire to Earth Prime, the fifth dimension. What's that? The fifth dimension. Is that like Hosnian Prime? Uh, Jesus is, Christ, here we go again. Is, is Snoke and Kylo Ren going to blow it up? Yes, they will. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I want to be there when it <laughs> when it blows up. Well, here's the thing: the beauty of Earth Prime. Not very many people know about it. There's only they only have point zero zero one percent of Earth's population, and it is happening currently right now. But they're actually way above evolutionarily than we are. And uh, they so do is, they do have visitors. Like Jehovah's Witnesses, where like only a thousand of them can go to heaven, but they have like ten thousand messengers. Uh, well, pretty much, but only the which people... means none of them will go to heaven. Yeah. Well, pretty much just the people who. Uh, pay to take my workshop, which could range anywhere from based on the internet. I, I have money. Anywhere from one billion dollars, twenty million dollars, to one hundred thousand dollars, to ten thousand dollars. I have none of those numbers. Will you take food stamps? Yes, I will take whatever you have. <laughs> I am starving, and then I, mean, I get because I'm supposed to. Then I get to I get to go to Hosnian. I mean Earth Prime. Yeah, the fifth dimension, whatever the fuck that is. And a big fake Death Star won't blow us up. I I like the fact that. This is a, actually a great scam. If anybody actually signed up for it, the only way you can prove it that it didn't work is if you die, and it's not like you're going to be going and find, trying to find your money back. Wait, literally, the only way you can prove if you signed up for a ten million dollar workshop that it no that, that it didn't work that didn't work is if, if you die because if you're supposedly you, immortal, the second you die is the second you prove that it didn't work. But you're dead, so who so the you fuck can't cares? Prove it's not like you're gonna, yeah. He also very clearly states no refund because. You have to have the right mindset, and he's not responsible for somebody coming in with the right mindset. Because if you die, it's because you want to die. Um, wow. Yeah. I kind of love the catch-22 of that. There's a weird eloquency of it. Well, it's a great scam. There's no way, like, if somebody pays for it, it's not like they can, like, sue him for, you know, whatever. I mean, that's what great scams are. They're things that can't be disproven, can't be taken to court over, but anyone who actually buys into it, you're fucked. Like, yeah. it's like... Oh, uh, uh, you're sterile and you're coming to me for this treatment. I promise this treatment will make you a god baby or no baby at all. Yeah. And because they're sterile, they're no baby at all. It's half the contract. Exactly. Like, well, I guess the, the gods didn't want you to have the god yeah, baby. Yeah, no god baby for you. No but, Messiah but for you. you did try, so yeah. thanks we're, for your, we're even. Thanks for your mortgage. Man. No, it's always about the catch. You got to have that, like, that, that, that hook that brings them in. And then that double-sided coin of like, oh, maybe you could do this, maybe you could do this, but one of them's a guarantee for the person writing the contract. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the one that will net them the money without actually having to... God, are we talking about breath, breath or... What, Breatharians? Breatharians? Or are we talking about the housing mortgage crisis of uh, 2009? Oh! Oh! Dated reference! Woo! 
Um, Wasn't dated for the people who lost all their homes, Jer. Yeah, they're probably still don't Jer, do you know Tom and Mary? They lost their homes in the 2009 Tom and Jerry lost their home? I said Tom and Mary. They were on Cartoon Network for the longest time. You keep making light of this, but their their, their little half-moon hole in the wall, that wasn't protected by the United States government. They lost it. Oh. They got pulled off the wall by another animated character from the same. <laughs> what, 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 who owns Tom and Jerry? Uh, well, it was Hanna Barbera, right? Yeah, but who, who else? Who else is under the Hanna Barbera umbrella? Oh, I don't know. Ooh, that's actually a weird question. Who else who owns Hanna Barbera? Like, like you know, we live in the world of universes. Like we have the Marvel universe, the uh, the Fox Marvel universe. Who owns Tom and Jerry, and what universe do they belong in? Warner Brothers. So, are they part of, like, the Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain? They are now. And Bugs Bunny? Yep. So, why didn't they meet any of them? <laughs> Where's the- why have they never had a crossover? Like, are we are we really talking Have they about- ever had a crossover? Is there a Has Tom things? and Jerry never met Pinky and the Brain? Is there not a young, like, Tom and Jerry, like, Animaniacs kind of thing going on? I'm very confused right now. I like to think of myself as very scholarly about animation, but I'm I'm losing my shit right now, Jer. He's typing furiously at his keyboard <laughs> trying, trying to find Wikipedia yeah. answers to my weird inane questions. Yeah. We've completely <laughs> dropped the story. Which is too bad, actually. I do want to get back to He's okay. been sidetracked now by the yeah. history of fake holes in walls. <laughs> the mortgage, and, how, and how the mortgage crisis affected them. <laughs> how, how did the mortgage crisis... That's the last thing I typed, is how did the mortgage crisis affect... Uh, the the little hole in the wall from Tom and Jerry. And? Uh, I haven't found an answer yet. So. Oh, shit. We will empty promise, which we haven't done one in a while. I will come back to you with an answer on that sometime soon. Speaking of empty promises, if you have ever been to lostinopodcast.com and you've been to our store, you've seen our wide variety of products, including t-shirts, uh, other t-shirts, women's t-shirts, baby rompers and buttons, and uh, coffee mugs. Uh, we've added about seven new items this weekend that if you'd like to go and check out might be worth your while. Uh, they're all there for your choosing. Uh, we've reduced the prices to as low as we can possibly go with making a very minimal profit and anything you do there supports the show. Uh, if you've looked at our Twitter header, for instance, if you're one of our Twitter fans, uh, you've probably seen our 3D retro logo that's 8-bit. There's now a women's and a men's t-shirt of that. And honestly, I think I might buy one for myself because it's kind of dope. So check that out and uh, back to the show. Jesus, man. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it's like it's blacked out and there was a commercial in the middle of the show. <laughs> you inserted that, which is weird. Like yeah. you literally cut and pasted my commercial that I recorded three days ago. Yeah, no, that was you, perfect. You are aware you you edited that in. You're just on, man. I, I do want to, speaking of uh, doing some buzz marketing, we got about, I don't know, seven, eight minutes left of talking about Bertharian. So I want to get this in. Everybody who's worried about starting it, if you go with Wiley Brooks's program, here's what he allows. This is very specific, and I checked this out. You are allowed to drink Diet Coke, and it's actually good when you meditate if you have some Diet Coke in your system. If you get Diet Coke, you are allowed the 20-ounce or 1-liter bottle varieties, or you can drink the 20-ounce, sorry, you can drink the Coca-Cola Diet Coke, sorry, from McDonald's out of the McDonald's cups. Now, that is because the one food allowed, no fruits, no vegetables, no nothing, the one food allowed is a McDonald's double-quarter pounder that's it. You're allowed. Well, that makes a lot of sense. You're allowed the double quarter. But now here's the thing: is that doesn't mean oh, I can eat McDonald's. No, you can eat a double quarter pounder and or he, he does, and a diet coke and a diet coke. That's what you can have. Isn't this, so? That's like a is, really shitty. Uh, well, like, isn't this because Wiley was football. caught walking out of McDonald's eating and drinking those very exact items? Um, I know that he has, but I don't. I know mean, if, I don't, I don't wanna... know if he posted that he was allowed to before. He had in the '80s when pretty much all of the Breatharians. This actually used to be enough of a cult to actually have followers and stuff. Now it's like random people spotted all over the place. In fact, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer uh, found herself when she was young, a young actress, uh, as part of one of these cults. She wasn't really like a believer in it, but she was sort of adopted by a family. Uh, didn't live with them necessarily, but that helped her out and stuff. Although she would have to pay for their like assistance in the world and it came to light that she was like oh shit i'm in a cult through her uh uh husband um or maybe boyfriend at the time but anyway so he was in the 80s he was apparently seen uh sneaking into a restaurant and eating a chicken pot pie 
but he claims that was uh, from a former lover who uh, just wanted to spite him. The McDonald's stuff, though, you're allowed. I love it's a chicken pot pie. <laughs> and I also just picture out there. Not a chicken pot pie. <laughs> yeah, I just picture him like a trench coat, like in an alley, just like like snacking a chicken pot pie and no, looking I, looking around like feverishly, like, be like eyes darting, like nobody's gonna see me. Like, oh my god, is that Wiley Brooks, famous Bertheri? What's he eating? It's a chicken pot pie. Get him. No, I picture no. him also from his lack of eating, being like Golem, like from yeah. Lord of the Rings, yeah. like my precious. Because I feel like probably what Bertharians like this do is. They, they probably fast for a relatively like, short periods of time, consider themselves Bertharians. Even the Yahoo Mean or whatever said every like week or so she'll eat some real food, like chocolate biscuits or whatever. And so in other words, like they're probably fasting for five days, eating some shit, and then fasting again. Like short-term little uh, passing. But the other thing you can get from the website, uh, and you kind of – but you don't need that. You can't get this, Scott, by the way. I know you've been looking to uh, spend, some, spend some money here, but – until you take the uh, immortality workshop, which we said it might cost you a billion or ten thousand um, dollars, whatever it's worth, man. I want to. I want to live forever and only eat McDonald's food. Yeah, yeah. You can finance or, or whatever someone else catches me on camera it. eating. <laughs> I actually want to. I want to be like, well, if I'm immortal, can I finance it for infinity? I wish like he, I literally wish he, just be like, I will pay you, you know, one cent a month for this. I wish he was caught cheating on breatharianism uh, now in this day and age, like 2016, because he could have been caught eating like Cheetos battered chicken fries. Those things, yeah. And, I've seen and those, like, man. Oh, well, you know. Uh, well, the, 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 the religion allows Cheetos, right? <laughs> like, whatever you want to eat, all of a sudden you're allowed. Yeah. Well, the reason is, because uh, apparently all food is radioactive, except for the double quarter pounder with cheese. He literally said that in, like, an interview. It's like, because it, like, he was like, well, why, were you, why are you allowed to eat the double quarter pounder with cheese? And he's like, well, all other food is radioactive. It's like, but fast food from McDonald's is not? No, it's not. Now to oh, oh no, I was gonna say you oh. uh, you want you can't afford it yet because you don't um, haven't taken the uh, course the immortality workshop but eventually you want to get the elixir of the gods uh, it will cost you between five hundred dollars and ten thousand dollars what is it vague thirty two ounces straight from the fountain of youth but if you take it before you've taken the workshop Wait, your body's water? not gonna be uh, yeah. from from the fountain of youth is that what the fountain of youth makes water it's also well it's the it's not a breatharian's like like jerk off leavings and i don't want to call it sperm because if you don't drink or eat i'm guessing they're just like, dead, dead on arrival well, like you said it's like a male queen yeah. <laughs> just a puff ball yeah yeah it's a puff ball just like i'm just dead dead sperm you can actually see the one dead sperm you can literally with a with a with a really Flopping, good like yeah. like uh like uh, uh microscope like like a wikipedia oh. brown ty- type like magnifying glass wikipedia brown <laughs> That's a 21st century encyclopedia brown. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> With like a Wikipedia brown like style like magnifying glass, you can see little yeah. teeny skeletons. Yeah, oh, <laughs> they've just died a long time. And just ago like debris. Yeah, it looks like a shredded mattress, like a shredded futon, and little baby skeletons, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, with tails. Uh, well, um, so uh, anyway, there's uh, there's also some other stuff on there about like uh, Illuminati and and uh, crap like that, some other conspiracy theory type stuff. So um, I mean, that pretty much wraps up what I had to talk about for Breatharians for the most part. Before uh, we go though, uh, okay. can we go back to uh, Valerie Lakovianova? Oh yeah, uh, I said her name worse this time than uh, any of my practice sessions <laughs> yeah, like no, earlier you were, today. You were practicing in the mirror. I thought you were just calling yourself. Uh, Valerie Lukovyanova, but um, the, the human she's Barbie, the human Barbie. Yeah, we talked about her briefly once on the show, and uh, but for people who don't know, she's a woman who tries to make herself look exactly like a Barbie and a breatharian, or she was. I yeah, actually looked right. her up for this show to see what has happened to her I, since. I, I, you know, I'm glad I actually mentioned her because I did actually at one point, I think in the previous paragraph, uh, had a note about how she was one, but it just didn't tuck in. So I'm glad you brought it back to her actually because she is a well-known figure in the media and stuff, and I had heard, but apparently she's no. No longer one some of these stories well, are older she is um she's now known for her muscles she went from being the human barbie to the human he-man oh she uh, uh which would be that she-ra she yeah. the human she-ra so many pronouns and modifiers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no she uh she actually got attacked last year on halloween uh which oh funny yeah. enough is coming up soon yeah so um, about a year ago yeah. two men jumped her choked her and punched her and uh, her neighbor actually like 
scared them off. But after that happened, she decided that she wasn't going to let that happen again ever. Uh, she gets a lot of threats online, apparently. A lot yeah, of people is, write her is, nasty and, shit. And here's the thing. Is like, I know we you know we make light of people and the weirdos and stuff out there. But we said the same thing with like the, the three-tittied Floridian, as we co- ended up calling her. Yep. We're like, you know, at the end of the day, whether you're doing something for attention or for yourself or it's because of however you feel, like you're not – at the end of the day, you're not hurting anybody. So it sucks it when people do take that and like – It doesn't give others a right to yeah, harass yeah, you. Yeah, you can, you can like – talk like oh they're weird because i'm sure they know they're weird but you know the, when it gets to like freaking physical or even social or you know online harassment it's ridiculous yeah. so so um, she uh she obviously stopped being a breatharian because you don't gain muscle mass like she did yeah i don't think there's a lot of with air and air yeah i, I think i'm <laughs> pretty light. i'm pretty sure wiley brooks gets all of his uh protein from the big the from the quarter pounders which she probably would never eat so not now she probably no. she probably never had uh any or protein <laughs> no that's like that's exactly it you could tell based on how she looked there was no way she ever touched a like a big mac or anything so but i'm guessing not a lot of protein she, in the air she probably did at one point because bringing this all the way back around to our grease story and our taylor swift story about the uh the satanist cult Ooh, nice little and sir. death nice. and dark yeah. things uh the human barbie doll when she was a teenager was goth and believed that she was a witch Oh, that's cool. So, at that point in time, I'm pretty sure there's nothing that says witches can't eat Big Macs. Uh, not in any of the witchery that I've looked wait, into. But wait, think about it. Have you? Because I'm thinking back now, and I can't think of a single instance where I've seen a goth kid in a McDonald's. I don't... We grew up in a time where goth was getting big. Like big Yeah, and I can't... And maybe they can't. Maybe... Like Marilyn Manson. We maybe... Breatharians, well, fitness junkies, and, and goth, goth kids, kids cannot don't eat... Yeah. eat McDonald's. Yeah. Well, unless you're well, Wiley. Well, yeah, Wy- Wiley will allow you not to eat McDonald's. Remember, you can eat the double quarter pounder and with a cheese. Diet not Coke. a single quarter pounder, motherfucker. Double. You try that bullshit, and you're going right to. You'll uh, die. The, you're, you're not You'll going to fifth dimension. Yeah, just <laughs> die. Yeah, but your that, body will notice the extra meat that's yeah. missing, and you will die. Yeah, exactly. Like where's that extra? Even you don't even try to get around it by taking two quarter pounders and stacking them on top of each other. Your body knows better. Yep. It, it'll it'll see after it's lies. been through the immortality workshop. So so, so she's a uh, she's a bad badass now yeah so the human barbie was a uh, a goth witch yeah a uh human barbie doll yep. a breatharian and now a fitness junkie wow she's you know she's just trying to find herself you know you know and the only thing on her that's fake for how fake she looks are her boobs yeah that's not bad yeah and the rest is uh, uh very makeup. crazy makeup which i've seen people do i've seen like the online transitions from people where they do oh yeah like, those are sheer, insane. where they do pretty much like if you do 20 layers of like foundation and makeup on top of that like you pretty much look like you have a just a glass face or a plastic face as she wants to be well uh, she's no longer the human barbie in my book now she's a barbie the breatharian okay barbie the breatharian like conan the barbarian yeah i like it not a bad uh not a bad show title all right so on that note since we scored that one let's uh let's go out with uh well we're i think we're gonna i i I looked around for we wanted to go on some grease related i looked around for some parodies or something or or some like good covers i didn't really find anything so we could just go out on the actual real summer nights but uh sure in in the meantime uh catch us uh at the lost at home or lost at home podcast.com um, you can catch. Uh, let's see. What's what's the Facebook? The Facebook. Look up Lost, Lost at, at Home podcast. Yeah. Look Lost at Home podcast. On I don't Facebook. have much here to offer. So uh, and uh, you know, look at for me my stuff on at Sonic Jalopy and Instagram only because that's a shameless uh, personal plug because I hope <laughs> to actually do some art someday. Uh, so on that note, uh, summer nights. Sure.
Oh 